The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. And welcome to another episode of the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. A sideways look, alternative glance and all that of the National Football League. Here with you every Wednesday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Jay Lawrence. I'm here with you uh, in the Absolute Radio studios in London. Uh, hello to, uh, to uh, Carter. Where are you, Carter? I am... Where am I, Jay? That's a great question. I am in Lisbon at the moment. I have fashioned my own studio in a lovely Lisbon here, coming to you live from the Portuguese capital. I feel like That's it's such a romantic place, there. isn't it? I feel like it's a romantic place, isn't it, Lisbon, by the sounds of things? Is that how you feel? It is a very, yeah, it's a very romantic place. I'd call it that. I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love with Lisbon. Oh. <laughs> I believe it's in love with me. We're having a great time together. I thought, I thought we were just getting on so well and you were going to reveal something to me then, but no, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, you know, last week we did the um, we did the How Scottish Are You quiz and we came up that you were 7% Scottish. Uh, yes, a firm 7%, yes. Let's try the How Portuguese Are You uh, quiz right now, very, very quickly. Do you know who Cristiano Ronaldo oh, is? I know that, I mean, of course I do. He uh, plays, um, he plays a sport. He, football, uh, European football. He plays European football. He's a European football player. And what team does he play for? He plays for uh, the team that uh, wins. Um, I think is. oh, I know this. He plays for an Italian team now. Oh, okay, yeah. It is. It is. Uh, they're young. They're ju- 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 Juve's. Juve's. Ju- ju- um, those. Those folks. Juventus. Very good. Do you know what? I'll let me do the maths. I'm just doing the maths. 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 And you're fifty percent Portuguese. There we go. So you know. It's, it's... I'm feeling fifty percent Portuguese. If I'm honest, I, I, I feel it. Right, um, so uh, we are going to be uh, looking at the NFL as we always do. It's a, 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 a strange week two, dramatic week two, as it always is, uh, Carter. I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a sum up, okay? Absolute radio. So we'll start with the one person that we're all obsessed with. Gardner Flint Minshew II, action hero, part-time 19th century British politician, <laughs> took his debut Jag start, uh, start in good stead, but lost 13-12 to the Texans. Too busy thinking about Top Gun 2, I'm sure. Uh, the New York Giants have uh, <laughs> lost again, Carter. Oh, jeez. We won't talk I'm about aware, that. I'm aware, I'm aware. Well, maybe we'll mention it a little bit later. The New Orleans Saints always lost, but we won't talk about that. Uh, they lost... Uh, they, they I was going to say, <laughs> I was gonna say, the Saints didn't do very well, but, I, you know, as it goes, as it goes. Well, they lost their quarterback for approximately uh, six weeks. Drew Brees went down with a thumb injury. He's going to be having surgery. Big Ben as well. Big Ben Roethlisberger from the Pittsburgh Steelers also went down uh, with a shoulder issue, and he is going to be out all season, Carter. All season. He's gone. Is this the end of Big Ben yeah. Steelers? We're going to find out. And hold your horses as well. The Chicago Bears might have a kicker, everyone, after a double doink um, <laughs> off of the uprights cost them playoff success last year. The Bears may have someone to rely on. His name is Eddie, and it's fair to say that some people are quite happy. Yeah! All for a kick, All for a kick. <laughs> yes! Game! Oh Let's go! Oh 
goodness. Flashback to the divisional game of the playoffs last season, Carter. 16-15, down to the Philadelphia Eagles. They need a 43-yard field goal to win. Their kicker, Cody Parkey, hits the upright. Now, that fuels head coach Matt Nagy to go through uh, an exhaustive kicker search for this season. Dozens and dozens were tried out. It's a little bit like the American Idol of kicking. It's a bit ridiculous. He seems obsessed with finding a new <laughs> kicker. One remained, Eddie Pinheiro, his name. Last-minute field goal for the win uh, just the other day on Sunday proved maybe they can put their kicking past behind them. They beat Denver at the uh, Mile High Stadium at 16-14. Can we be honest, Carter, and say that Matt Nagy got a little bit obsessive over one, one small small thing or is it a small thing am i am i being a bit you know am i being a bit flippant i i do think you are being a bit flippant because kicking is you know if you've got a good kicker you don't really think about it but if you've got a bad kicker it could ruin a season i mean as the bears found out uh last year in the playoffs but and uh, the colts are going through a challenging time right now with a veteran kicker adam vinatieri who has been having a really tough season so far but if you can convert you know, your your points after touchdowns, if you can convert your field goal situations, that is a lot of times a fine line between winning and tying, or as the Cardinals found out earlier this year, or winning and losing. So, I mean, yes, it's just one person on your roster that's in there for all of, I don't know, kickers probably play two total minutes in the entire game, but they can have a really, really big impact on the success of your season. Bears fans, though, getting a bit ahead of themselves, though, I reckon, you know, saying, oh, that's it, we've got the kicker now, it's absolutely fine. Yes, he might have had uh, a good game in the second, week two of the season. It's week two of the season, Bear fans. It, you, this could happen again in the playoffs. It might happen again. It very well ha- might happen again. In fact, I even forgot the guy's name. Eddie? Eddie, Eddie Pinheiro. Thomas Eddie. Eddie Thomas. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think they are getting a bit ahead of themselves. The Bears always have a good defense. They still have to uh, – I believe they, their quarterback is still Mitch Trubisky. So I, I'm pretty sure their the list of priorities, uh, things they need to correct, is still pretty long for the Bears. What's worse for pressure, do you think, being a kicker or being a quarterback? Pressure? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, definitely a quarterback, though. Trubisky's reckon- got way more pressure right now than, than Eddie uh, Thomas puts it through the uprights in week two. Eddie Thomas. The, uh, <laughs> Thomas. But yeah, I, I, that's his yeah, middle name in Thomas. Yes, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Thomas, Thomas Pinheiro. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that. I think we should uh, mention that the fact that uh, it was a bit of a, a drama uh, for uh, the quarterbacks in week two as well. And Be- I said this earlier, Ben Roethlisberger is out for the season after yeah. injuring his elbow. New Orleans Saints future Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees is going to be around, out for around. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I, it's, it's funny because you mentioned me talking about the Giants all the time. I believe we're like three and a half minutes in, and I think you've said Drew Brees' name seven times. Drew Brees is a lovely man, I suspect. Never met him. Uh, maybe I'll meet him one day in the he's future. Got a bum, he's got a bum thumb. He's got a bum he's got thumb. A thumb right now, though. Well, he's going to be out for about six weeks due to ligament damage on his thumb. Um, I watched the game, Teddy Bridgewater under centre. You know, we'll see what happens uh, in the next few weeks with him and, and when the game plan is, is, is uh, you know, actually made for him. Uh, but Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Is that, um, you admitting, is that you admitting that Bridgewater didn't have a great game? Filling in for Drew Brees? He didn't have a great game, mate. I'll be completely honest with you. Didn't have a great game. Yeah. That whole game. <laughs> Do you know what was funny, actually, about that game? Is that um, I went to go watch... Uh, I went to go watch that game in... Uh, 
in uh, Victoria in, uh, in, in London, right? And uh, the last time I watched a game in Victoria in London was the same fixture, the NFC Championship game, uh, which, you know, there's the Saints versus the Rams. Watched it with my friend Michael. I've not watched a game with him since that game. And this, like the same result mm. happened. I, it was, feels like, it felt, it felt a little bit like uh, deja vu. There's like an awful deja vu of losing again the same fixture going to like the same bar, watching it with the same person just like nine months later. So I think it's fair to say that I'm never, not going to be watching a game with my friend Michael for a little while, to be honest. Is there anybody that you just like refuse to, to watch um, to watch like sport with, either because they're annoying or because you just refuse to do it because of, of memories? I tend to watch sports. This, this is going to sound sad. I tend to watch them alone because I tend to get, particularly if we're watching you know, Giants games, I tend to get a little impassioned. And I have in the past, I've lost a couple of friends in the ways that I watch Giants games because Eli's been a quarterback for a long time, Jay, and uh, we haven't won a Super Bowl in a while. So we, have, we barely make the playoffs. And sometimes it gets a little, little loud. Wait, you're saying that you get a bit loud then when, you're, um, when you watch sport? But, yeah. Or, you know, you watch the Giants game or whatever. You've got to tell me exactly what you do and why you've lost friends. Well, Jay, I, you know, I can, uh, this is going to get awkward for me. I, uh, I'm pretty impassioned. I can, I've yelled at a few television screens before, uh, you know, I've, I've watched games a couple of, so a lot of my friends are Dallas Cowboys fans, which as many folks have, and many folks who have seen the NFL over the last few years, Cowboys have done pretty well, actually made the playoffs, got a pretty good quarterback under center and a fantastic running back. Giants barely make the playoffs last few years, and I think we've started 0-2 the last like seven, eight seasons or something. So as any sports fan, I'm invested in my team, and I'd like to see them do well. And when they don't, I get a little sad, get a little upset, might do some screaming. You might do some screaming. But what, what does that actually mean then? Like you're just screaming at the television or at your friends or what? You know, sometimes I, mis- I do scream at televisions. Sometimes I mistake my friends for televisions. <laughs> if they are Cowboys fans, for example, and they tend to be beating us. I, it, I'm not going to – I can't confirm whether that's happened in the past. Uh, but, you know, some, some, you know, some say it happens sometimes, some – so what you're saying is that you you no longer have any friends that support the Cowboys because you refuse to be friends with them? No. Unfortunately, these Cowboys <laughs> fans are persistent. They always come back, especially when they're beating us. So, well, it's just the case that's been, uh, this is something that's been happening uh, recently. Let me just tell you really quickly, actually, um, uh, and, we, and we've got so off, uh, so off piece too, but I don't really care whatsoever. <laughs> the, um, the, the, the jumper that I'm wearing right now, the sweater that I'm wearing right now is a Dallas Cowboys jumper. And let me tell you why, okay? Because, as you know, I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. The reason that I'm wearing this jumper is that somebody got it for me for my birthday, which was a nice gesture because they know that I like wearing, like, retro American football stuff. You know this. I wear loads of it. Now, the thing is, is that what do I do in this situation? Because I'm obviously not a Cowboys fan. I have to just wear it anyway, don't I? Uh, no, you don't. And uh, first of all, I would say that we don't call a jumper a. It, uh, I guess a jumper can be a sweater. What you are probably wearing is a sweatshirt What's because it is a shirt in which you sweat. So. What's the difference? A, What's a sweater? An, huh? What's a sweater? A, a sweater is a sweater. A sweater is a. 
is like it's cold outside, so you put a sweater on. You can put a sweatshirt on, but usually a sweatshirt is slightly more casual. It's a this is another fashion corner by Carter oh, situation. Right. Yeah. But, so, oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, if we, we can talk about your glasses if you want in a, in a minute. You, you know what? You put me on Front Street about my glasses last week. I, I don't think I don't remember that. That was tough for me. I had to, I've gotten a couple of tweets about that recently. Put you on Front Street? Ooh, Front that Street is a... sounds like a, a great place to live. What is that? That It's it's you, you put me on Front Street. You, you sort of... Uh, threw me under the bus a bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, yeah. Put, put me on Front Street sounds like a terrible 80s compilation album or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, full of the R&B classics or whatever, you know, just as Boys <laughs> to Men were coming out or something like that. Love it. I'm going to use that from now on. Um, yeah, you do that. <laughs> if you uh, if you uh, want to, uh, you know, criticise uh, Carter at any point, feel free to find him uh, on Twitter. You can criticise him about his glasses uh, or you can uh, criticise him uh, about maybe... Uh, his use of uh, the English language. You can find out at r uh, American. Maybe it's just the America. It's your Americanisms. It's fine. I love it. Anyway, we're going to get back onto point here, right? Um, <laughs> so, so this weekend we saw um, a, uh, a couple different quarterbacks go out injured with uh, a couple potential replacements come in. Mason Rudolph uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Teddy Bridgewater uh, with the Saints. So I would like to know, please, uh, Carter, it was like a glimpse to the future. That's how I sort of saw it. A glimpse to the future. What have you seen in the first two games this season that makes you think that it could be the future of the NFL in some way? I'm going to totally agree with you, Jay, on the bit about aging quarterbacks. We saw Drew Brees go out with challenging thumb, a bum thumb, if you will, uh, some tendon issues there. He might be out six weeks is what you say. If the play, if the team puts him on injury reserve he'll be out of mandatory eight weeks uh it'll free up a roster spot so they can add someone in so that's a challenge there ben roethlisberger another veteran quarterback goes out with a really tough elbow situation out for the season with that uh you've got another you've got i I think you have to watch tom brady in new england because these quarterbacks who have been in the league 10 11 12 seasons are doing fantastic well in their careers all of the three that we just mentioned hall of fame quarterbacks first ballot but tom brady's 41 years old this year he's just he's right up there with drew Brees. ben roethlisberger's getting older i think if the pats don't protect him which there's no evidence that that might happen but you're just a little concerned about the aging quarterbacks i really think that's a sign that we should be paying attention to because as loads of people know it's tough finding a good quarterback quarterback out of that top tier in the league. So, do you think that that's that then for like? Are you saying that's that for aging quarterbacks now? Like, as in some we've got to you know take take uh, notice that they could be out of the, uh, out of the league because they're getting to that point now. Are you saying that you think that there's going to be certain players that are just going to just stay in it because it's sports science is how it is or whatever that you're going to find more and more that are forty plus? I think it's rare. I think it's really, really rare what Drew Brees and Tom Brady in particular are doing. Tom Brady, we know about his avocado milkshakes and his his specific trainer that's been training him for the longest time. Have uh, you ever exclusive. had an avocado milkshake? Uh, I actually have had an avocado and? milkshake. I would not recommend no, it. No, it sounds like, awful. Uh, yeah. Have you had one? No, it, I, I have never had... I find it weird when you have... When there's sometimes they make... 
uh, savoury things that should be sweet. So, like, you know, a milkshake or whatever, in my mind, banana milkshake, lovely. Banana strawberry milkshake, that's what we're talking about. Avocado sure. milkshake, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's like an L.A. thing. You, I, I, they're running out of things to put avocados in because it's on toast everywhere. I had avocados on toast here in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't, people around the world can't get enough avocados, Fine. and apparently Tom Brady can't either. He puts them in his milkshakes. But it's, do you know? It's, do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the weirdest thing I think I've ever eaten is? Sorry, I'm, I'm derailing this conversation just to talk about this. Of course, of course, the, I want to hear this. So when I was in New Orleans, lived in New Orleans for a year, um, I uh, <laughs> my my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had um, so they basically fry a lot of things like deep fry, you know, uh, and they, oh, they, sure. they they love their seafood. Now seafood for like you know somebody that's from England might be um, you know maybe like fish and chips or whatever, but it it it, could, it it doesn't necessarily mean that it's fried, does it? You know, it doesn't mean it's deep fried. You can have a lovely salmon or whatever. In New Orleans, if you have seafood, it basically means it's going to be deep fried. Now I had uh, uh, an oyster. Right, I had oysters there. I had oysters normally, fine, like yeah. oysters, all good. Deep fried oyster, no thanks. What? Have you tried? It? Uh, Have okay. you had this? Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm from the south in the United States. We eat oysters in all sorts of way. One of those ways is which I happen to like is deep fried oysters. It's fried oysters, is how we would say it. But it's weird but, though, isn't it? Like, it's like you, you bite into it and suddenly it's all sloppy. Oh, it's definitely the consistency, the texture is challenging for some, apparently. But <laughs> it's also uh, very, very good, particularly if you could, if it's got the right seasoning, you put some Old Bay on it, which is a seasoning, which, you know, seasoning in the UK is a challenge for lots of you folks. But it's very good. And maybe I'll make it for you one day, have you try it. I had a uh, I had it in a sandwich though, which I think is even stranger with cheese on it. So let's do cheese in a sandwich, fine. Cheese on top of an oyster in a sandwich. I don't know why I ordered it. I could have got anything. Why did I order yeah, it? I, I don't think you should be blaming New Orleans for that, Jay. I think that's that's a personal decision. That's on you me. Made. That's, that's not on me. great. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to be doing that again. No. What type of cheese? Before we move on, what uh, kind of cheese was it? Oh, I can't remember. But let's. But cheese in America is not good, is it? Let's be honest. Oh, here we go. Here but it's true. we go. Cheese in America is not good. Generally, it's just like, you know, it's just not good. It's not like, you're not living in France. You're not, you don't get the selection, do you? It's just, you know, when, when they talk about Wisconsin being the home of cheese, it means uh, being the home of bad cheese. And that's just because cheese ain't very good in America. Whoa. Ooh, I talk about a hot take. Sorry. Folks. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, we're getting, uh, apologies. On behalf of uh, Rock and Roll American Football and to all the Packers fans out there, uh, I happen to think you have fantastic cheeses. Hey, I like uh, the Packers. And... I like the cheese heads, but I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a massive fan of American cheese. Wow. So I wonder I feel, what, you I feel ha- like what you have on your, on your cheeseburgers, though. American cheese on your cheeseburgers, right? Oh, yeah, that's right? good to be fair. No, you're good. Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not a nice brie or comte. On your no, cheeseburgers, there, Mister Englishman. I take back everything I said because I've had blue cheese on a burger and blue cheese on a pizza. Not for me. Not for me. You know what? I'm going to support that. I'm going I'm to support the non-blue cheese on the on the pizza on a burger, though. I, I I'm, I'm quite a fan of that actually. Now I'm going to go back to what we we're talking about before. Um, the uh, so I'm going to yes, say you're talking about future. old old quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to say. Um, Short quarterbacks. Now, Kyler Murray, he's, uh, he's played two games now for the Arizona Cardinals, being drafted number one overall for them. He's, he says he's five foot ten. He, he doesn't look five foot ten. He's a short five foot ten, I think. 
with his cleats on and a couple of pads and those shoes, maybe he's 5'10". Yeah, I agree. He, he, he does look quite small. And obviously he's surrounded by people that are about, like, you know, six foot, whatever. But he is quite small. However, his first two games, been very up and down, but you can still, he still sort of proves, he still proves that he's got an arm on him. And to a certain extent, I guess it still proves that you don't need to be, you know, six foot three or whatever is meant to be the ideal height for a quarterback to be able to sling it because he can still do it. He's, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald is, uh, is uh, you know, picking up numbers at the moment with yeah, the way that he's playing. Now, totally. Cardinals aren't exactly a fantastic team anyway as it stands, but it still sort of proves. So we're saying old quarterbacks and short quarterbacks. Yeah, I th- well, I, yes, I think that might be a sign of the future. So Russell Wilson has been in the league for a long t- for a few years. He's won a Super Bowl. He does pretty well. If you get back and get in the way back machine, Doug Flutie for the Bills was a tiny quarterback and he could throw. So I mean, did obviously didn't win any Super Bowls. Bills never have. But you know, short quarterbacks might be it might be a nice balance. You don't need a big Ben. You don't need a, uh, someone as tall as as a Aaron Rodgers to to be successful in that position in the league going forward. I agree with that. I've got another one for you. Here's something that is sort of probably not what you'll see going forward. So it is a, a signal to the future, which is no more flamethrowers. No more flamethrowers. No more flamethrowers. And I'm not talking about a euphemism for quarterbacks. I'm talking about actual flamethrowers. I don't know if you heard about this, but Titans Colts on Sunday, Nissan Stadium in Nashville. During the introductions, the Titans apparently use actual flamethrowing machines to throw flames to, you know, a bit of pyrotechnics in, in the pregame show. Unfortunately, one of these machines tipped over. No in the intro and set the turf on fire no not joking <laughs> set set the turf on fire luckily it's an nfl game so there's loads of emergency personnel around they were able to quickly get in and put the put the field out because <laughs> the field was on fire but then which was on the sidelines so not a huge deal but they spent the rest of that game with a massive black burn spot on the field which again if we're looking to the future, I can't imagine the Titans, at the very least, would uh, welcome the flamethrowers back in week three. Do you know? Do you know what's just? It's so bizarre that we're talking about the fact that we, that, that well, it's, you know, there's probably not going to be any flamethrowers in the future at, at this uh, sport <laughs> game with with how many tens of thousands of people actually there. It's a bit. It's a bit ridiculous in the first place. That could have been bad. I'm glad that everyone's okay, though. Could have been really bad because who knows? I I didn't know that. I don't know if turfs are flame retardant or not. But yeah, that could have been pretty serious had they not had fire extinguishers on hand. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one more as well. Something that we've seen in the first couple of weeks that I think is gonna uh, come back into the uh, NFL. Maybe actually in this this particular one, maybe into the wider population. Right. Uh oh. Uh oh. Now we've already we've we've spoken about this week, you know, ever so briefly. And last week we spoke about him a little bit more. Gardner Flint Minshew the second, the uh, Jackson Jaguars uh, quarterback, Jacksonville Jaguars, sorry, quarterback. Um, after Nick Foles got injured in the uh, in week one. Now I am saying that he is bringing back mustaches into the NFL. <laughs> he has got an excellent mustache going on. 
There have been better in the NFL. I do realise that. But he is sure. looking... And every bit, the actions 80s, uh, the 80s action here, I did mention it about uh, last week. This is going to bring it back, especially if he does well with the Jags. It's going to bring back moustaches into the general population. I feel like they're just not as much of a thing in the UK anyway. He could bring it back to two NFL fans at the very least. So if you know if you if you walk around London, if you walk around Manchester, you walk around Glasgow, wherever around the UK and you see somebody with a massive mustache, you know that they like American football. You know what I support that, Jay. I do support that and I hope in London at the very least. I know beards are pretty big, but just the mustache or as my British barber says, a tash. Tash. Did I get that right? Is yes. did I say that right? A tash. Yeah. A, t- a tash, just a quick little, <laughs> Love it. little, yeah. I, I, you know what? I support that. Next time I see one, I'll think about your gardener, uh, gardener um, Flint Minshew the second. Come on, mate. Uh, yeah, gardener Flint Michigan <laughs> Minshew the the th- third. Do you know yes. what? I, do you know what? Um, yesterday, I spent some time on. Uh, I spent some time online trying to find another gardener Minshew, like uh, literally anywhere in the world, another gardener Minshew. And I'm not talking Gardner Flint Minshew the second or anything like that. I cannot find anybody with the same name as that. You know, Jay, again, I'm, trying, I'm starting to question your decision-making with your free time, both in New Orleans and in London. Uh, Googling Gardner Flint Minshew the second or, or other Gardner Minshews in the world, that's, you know, you know what? That's a great way to spend your, All right. your Sunday afternoon. Calm down. That's fantastic. Calm down. That's fine. That's fine. All right, Mister. I'm on a holiday and having a lovely time. I walked around the streets of Lisbon, finding myself with my, uh, you know, with my son named after, uh, you know, the New York Giants quarterback. Again, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny whether we named him after the <laughs> lame duck quarterback of the New York Giants. I'm going to stay in New York, actually, Carter, um, and just uh, talk about the Jets because uh, Monday night. The Jets uh, faced Cleveland Browns, however, without their quarterback, Sam Darnold. Because Sam Darnold uh, is out uh, with mono, which is, uh, what's it called in England? It's called something different in England, actually, I think. I'm going to Google it. Wait a second. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. You guys have another name for this. Of I think course got, you do. I think, is, it like, is it laryngitis? Is that different? I think that's different, isn't it? That's totally different. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, what am Lary- I talking about then? Glandular fever. That's what I'm talking about. It's called glandular fever. I, but I might be making it up. I'll be honest. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not sure. <laughs> Thank God for that. No. Uh, here we go. So, mono glandular fever, same thing. Glandular fever is the common term used to describe. Yes, it is. There we go. Glandular fever. That's what we're talking about. So he could be out uh, for a little while. Um, which is, uh, you know, not great if you're a Jets fan, obviously, because uh, they were looking to have big things from him this season. Uh, however, I was uh, thinking that we could uh, have a game of uh, Wheel of Misfortune, Carter. <laughs> sure. Ways that players have missed game time. Okay, so I'm going to give you uh, two options, right? Two options throughout. Uh, sure. And you need to tell me which one of these is true. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with this. A wide receiver missed game time, having fallen over a frozen turkey in a local supermarket. Ooh. Or, or, a punter missed game time, having seriously injured his foot on an axe in the locker room. Okay, this is going to be. 
which is the greater misfortune? It's got to be. Which one's for real? Not, which not one is real? Kicker. Sorry. Which one is real? Oh, which one is real? Oh, which one is real? I'm going to say there's no way someone brought an axe into an NFL locker room. I'm going to say a wide receiver around Thanksgiving time tripping over frozen turkeys in the in the frozen food section of a supermarket. And you are wrong. <laughs> you have to be kidding me. Oh, what? Jacksonville Jaguars punter Chris Hansen uh, is perhaps best known for a season-ending injury sustained while swinging a motivational axe in the Jaguars locker room. 2003 went on injured reserve in the October, missing the whole season. So that's sad, not just for him, but also for the organization. Pretty sure an axe is a weapon in all 50 states, and particularly the ones, especially the ones where they have football teams or major teams. I think that you shouldn't bring weapons into a locker room, particularly not an axe, particularly don't swing it around in a pregame motivational speech and then cut yourself on and miss the rest of the season. I don't know how that happens. Who brings an axe into a dressing room and thinks that that's Uh, a good idea? Who brings an axe into a dressing room? Terrible decision. Terrible decision. Okay. Almost as good, almost as bad as as fried oysters with cheese on it. Oh, man. Terrible decision. <laughs> mm. uh, so, uh, okay. Number two. A player suffered burns due to hot fondue slipping onto the floor. Or a player missed game time due to having his arm round his girlfriend's shoulders for three hours watching The Godfather 3 at the cinema and suffering from relentless cramp. Which is true? <sighs> I'm going to say the first one is true. The second one is definitely the greatest misfortune, though. My goodness. The Godfather 3 for three hours in a single... But yes, the first one is true. The second one happened to me once. And the first is... <laughs> the first is true. Now, you remember the last the last one, Jack's punter Chris Hansen? You remember that one with yes. Jax? Oh, same guy? Same guy! No. Chris Hansen, what? the same Chris Hansen as before, was moving the fondue pot when it slipped onto the tile floor. Apparently it happened uh, during the off-season, uh, and I'll be honest, he was actually all right by the time that training camp rolled around. But come on, Chris Hansen, you're better than this. Uh, apparently not, Jay. Apparently not. Chris Hansen, my oh my. Uh, and last uh, but not least, a receiver got into a one-car accident trying to pick up pizza which had slipped from his passenger seat or a running back was horsing around with his kid and slipped on cat urine in his kitchen which is real i'm gonna say the first one is real because i may or may not have done that myself but yes i think the first one is real former minnesota vikings wide receiver nate burleson broke his arm in a one-car accident blamed it on the carry out pizza that slid onto the floor in his car Nate oh, Burleson, man. sort it out, mate. Wow. That's... I mean, some football players are very, very smart. Some people make <laughs> tough decisions. <laughs> Nate Burleson, now uh, now off on the uh, on the telly. You can see him on Good Morning Football. He's, uh, he's very good, actually. But he uh, needs to work out when to eat pizza and when to drive. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for doing that. I think we can uh, all agree that uh, Chris Hansen... Sort yourself out, mate. Yeah, you know, please. sort yourself out. Sort yourself out. Uh, right, let's uh, end the, uh, the end of the podcast today, uh, as we always do, uh, with um, don't want to be an American football idiot. These are the big questions that we ask you, Carter, as an American. 
the resident American on the show. Not necessarily to do with American football. You can always suggest yours if you've got a question that you'd like to ask Carter. Make it a stupid one. Don't make it a real one. I don't want to like, get into like politics and that. You can tweet us. <laughs> at R&R American and give us a follow while you're there as well. Uh, this one actually comes uh, from Emma Jones from the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Oh, this minute-long drum roll. <laughs> Hi, Carter. I want to know why the letter U seems to have gone missing from American English. Also... Why do you guys insist on saying Z instead of Z? Emma, this has been a bane of my existence in the UK. I don't understand why you guys just throw extra letters around. I don't get it. Color, for example, C-O-L-O-R. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> don't need any more, Don't need an E on the end. Don't need a U. In the penultimate space, I just don't need humor. H-U-M-O-R. I get it. It makes sense to me. I, I don't know why you guys like use extra ones here and there, everywhere. Uh, but it's something that we as Americans have gotten rid of maybe centuries ago. And I think we're the better for it. Now, as to your second query, Z's super easy. Super easy to say. Z. Just real quick, you know, don't need the whole hard stop on the end with the whole ED thing. And if you're just spelling it out, it's just a Z. That's all we need. We're, we're simple folk in most cases. And I don't need extra U's. Don't need extra EDs on the back of things. You wouldn't say yed for why. What are you saying now? Your, your argument's falling apart, mate. It is. And I noticed that, which is why I'm going to cut it off here. But <laughs> in the end, I think what we're talking about is... We don't use, we don't need extra stuff. You're just lazy. Just That's what you're saying. You're lazy. An extra U? I, I, I don't need to write an extra U or an extra ED on lazy. the end of this Z. Yed. You don't say yed. That's your argument. Rubbish. Rubbish. Thank you very much, Carter. I don't think Emma Jones from the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show will really appreciate your answer, but thank you anyway, uh, <laughs> regardless. Look, you're coming back uh, from, when are you coming back from Lisbon? Well, Jay. I don't know. That's a good question. I think we might do week three from here. I, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I think I'm in love with this place. I really like it. Well, week three, you know? actually, is coming from... We're actually doing a little bit of a tour. So, so this is... Next week, we are... We're coming from London slash Lisbon today. Next week, we'll be coming from London slash Corfu, because I'm in, I'm in Corfu next week. So uh, it's been planned Ooh, nice. for a while. It's been planned for a while. Going away with my uh, with my girlfriend's uh, family, and it's looking to be hot. The weather that is. That sounded weird. Yeah. Regret that. Uh, yeah. you, you, you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? I do. I, I do have a question yeah? about this this uh, trip to Corfu. Are there oysters in Corfu? Do you know what, mate? Shall I? I'll, I'll get some oysters. I'll yeah. I'll rate them for you. Um, but I, I'll, I don't think they're going to give them to me deep fried. Do you know what I've also realised? is that I don't know anything in Greek. I can't speak... I don't know one word in Greek. Not one word. I can't say hello. I can't say goodbye. I can't say thank you. The time you spent Googling, I think it was so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so person. Yeah, I wanted to see if there was a real one. I also looked and see if there was a, uh, any gardeners that were called Minshew. Right. Yeah, I see that. Well, <laughs> instead of that, you could just Google how to say 
high in Greek, or by, or fried oysters in, in ancient Greek, if you want to. Maybe. I'm still going to look for, a, see if I can find a Gardner Minshew. Oh, if anyone knows any Gardner Minshews, by the way, you can let us know, uh, because it would be great to have them on the show. We can see if their life is uh, as, as 80s rock star-esque as Gardner Flint Minshew II. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Um, Carter, have a good time in Lisbon. Uh, that's about it for uh, this week's episode. Remember, you can always do us a favour and go rate us five out of five uh, wherever you get your podcast, and you can click uh, subscribe as well. Where it says review, mentioned this last week, where it says review... Tell us uh, your MVP of the season if it ended today, and we'll read some out in the next few weeks. We'll find out whether or not you're uh, you, you're very good at predicting or very good at knowing how good players are. If you're particularly rubbish, you can always follow us uh, at uh, R and R American on Twitter as well. We'll be back next Wednesday morning wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, isn't it enough to just make you? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.